0: This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 232. This episode is sponsored by The Good Kitchen, thegoodkitchen.com. Claire is going to give you the link.
1: (laughs) You're going to learn how to do this one day, Joy. It's Uh www.thegoodkitchen.com forward slash ggw. Uh, use code ggw that gives you 15% off we love their meals you guys have heard us talking about them for weeks if you haven't tried them out yet don't be a lurker go try the good kitchen their food is so tasty it's about don't be a damien
0: don't be a damien lurker on their food
1: don't do it <laughs> go eat it
0: <laughs> and support the podcast by supporting the good kitchen thank you guys so much for your support so far and it's the holidays nobody wants to cook right now you're just probably sick of like running around so this is a super easy way to get nourishing food nourishing delicious food and we love the business owners all right so Claireberry, bear we're gonna finish up on a lot of uh questions that we didn't answer from a couple weeks ago but i also i really want okay two two things of housekeeping to start yeah and i already for i already forgot one of them but one is that um uh remember last week we were talking about uh Christmas songs, yes, like people's yes, like quality songs Christmas that they songs. hate. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, it's the Beatles, and I realized after recording that episode, I was like, no, it was not the Beatles; it was Paul McCartney. Oh, and so I was telling Scott, I was like, I I told him oh, like how Scott, I messed up. Yeah, yeah, I told him how she I would messed care up. And that. I about like, Yeah, I was like, Scott, I I need to tell you something really funny. Like, I totally messed up. That this was not a Beatles song. He was like, you and have to him, issue
1: a statement. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> To, she was, but he looked at me and he's like, oh, the Beatles wouldn't let him put out that crap. <laughs> if oh. it was the Beatles. Right. Yeah, he's, Sorry. He's Scott. like, oh, yeah, it's Paul McCartney. He's like, the Beatles wouldn't have let him put out that crap. <laughs> so I stand corrected. It was not the Beatles. It's Paul McCartney. So shame on you, Sir Paul, for putting out that horrible song. But we I loved everyone's ideas. Like people feel very strongly about holiday music.
1: Yeah, that was a good one. We had a lot of people <laughs> who were very against certain very certain Christmas songs.
0: Yeah. A lot of people agreed really with it, though, that, that
1: Paul McCartney song was a bad one. It was like really bad. Uh what's the one about like shoes or something? Oh, the like, Christmas some... shoe song. Yeah. Oh, it's everyone's horrible. Like, I don't it's like this I song know I don't even remember. One. it's basically something about like an orphan who needs new shoes and something like that. It's so
0: depressing. It's so
1: depressing. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys, we are on Skype video and yeah. Joy has one of those smart those big long plastic smart wa- smart water bottles, and it looked for a split second that you were holding up a bottle of dish soap to your mouth. <laughs> it's like, Joy, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's another way to go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <This> is... <laughs> oh my god, that's so bad. There's this great Um, little song that Miles sings and it's the cutest song and it goes I had a little turtle his name was Tiny Tim I put him in the bathtub to see if he could swim he drank up all the water he ate up all the soap now he's sick in bed with bubbles in his throat that's what would have happened to you you would have become Tiny Tim the turtle who's sick in bed with bubbles in his throat
0: Does he then then start to sing like you have bubbles in your throat? No, then you just go
1: bubble, bubble, bubble a bunch of times. Oh. Yeah.
0: Because what was that cute song about like the guys getting eaten up by like a boa constrictor and then at the end he's like... Yeah, that's
1: a good one. (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Kids songs are the best, Miles. They really are. Miles loves singing and it's so cute. He was singing Wheels on the Bus. He was singing Itsy Bitsy Spider. Yeah. And kids songs just haven't (laughs) changed since like... No ever apparently
0: so we should just l- listen to kids songs yeah. instead of Christmas music but I was really upset that some okay not upset because Nikki I love Nikki from Arizona but Nikki was like I she I think it was before she saw that this was my favorite song oh yeah about how <laughs> before you put that post up because you were you put that post up about calling what people's horrible Christmas yeah. song is holiday song if you will and she was like oh I hate the Mariah Carey song and I was like what <laughs> You can't hate the Mariah Carey song, like that's the best song ever. Okay, what are you reading? I can see your eyes moving. Huh? <laughs> what are you reading? I can oh, see I your eyes. Back. Moving. Well,
1: because the other thing that you that you were gonna, that you forgot that you were gonna bring up were the first yeah. kisses.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, uh, I want to pick a winner for the first kisses, but do you do you have one like sticks out? Because I already have one. I have, like, and one I don't sticks even. Rem- it's so yeah. Fun. What was?
1: So a couple of weeks ago... Are you reading it
0: off of Instagram or did you post it on Facebook?
1: I ha- They were both. I posted okay. it both on fa- on Instagram and Facebook. So a couple of weeks ago on our, in our um, Thanksgiving episode, we talked about our first kisses and we asked you guys to share your first kiss stories. And we got some really sweet ones. Like a, one person said <coughs> that their husband gave him a fat lip. They were their first kiss. And then they, they, it was like their first kiss gave him a fat lip. And she was like, that was 16 years ago. We've been married for 12 years. I was like, wow, that was dedication to somebody who, yeah, you in the face with his, with his face. Yeah. Um, but on Instagram, I specifically asked, uh, tell us in seven words or less. And I just thought that would be like a fun, fun way to go about it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree.
1: And we got some pretty funny ones. Um, somebody says, backyard, bear cage, second grade. Where do you live that there's a bear cage in your backyard?
0: Yeah, I want to know that.
1: Yeah, Um. There were so many good ones, but one really stood out. But I want to read a couple first. Okay. Um, let's see here. I love Denny. Happened in a church van. <laughs> um, oh, wait. There was a really, really good one. Um, oh, Summer Camp, Black Bart's Cave, Casa Bonita.
0: Oh, my God. That's
1: iconic. Um, oh, my gosh. Hold on. Where's the one that I was laughing at?
0: The one, I was laughing so hard. Well, there at, I know which
1: one you're... And okay, it's not the same okay. one I like, but I'm just trying to find... Oh, here it is. Preacher's son behind the choir stand during the sermon, my idea. <laughs> I, I like that one. I could relate to that one because oh, I dated my pastor's son in high school too.
0: I like how Chris said, band camp. He was cute, but that's another story. <laughs> and then someone chimed in this one time at band camp.
1: <laughs> um, okay, my favorite one though was... His name was Josh. He vapes now. <laughs> That's exactly... <laughs> I loved it because I was like, we <laughs> all know that guy.
0: <laughs> we totally know that
1: guy. That is why I laughed so hard. His name was Josh. He vapes now. I was like, we he vapes all, know, now, like, all you know That was
0: my favorite. So if that was yours, please email us. GirlsGoneWatt at gmail.com because you're going to get something from the grab bag. <laughs>
1: Her the um the Instagram tag uh, name is Lady of Athleisure, so email us, Lucinda.
0: He vapes now.
1: (laughs) He vapes now. Like we all know that guy.
0: But how do you feel about the guys like or anyone walking like driving in their car just like like in Colorado people are just vape everywhere. I'm sure it's not just. Colorado. I know it's the worst. But it's so funny. I'll just like look over and they're, they're just like
1: smoke. It like, reminds flying me of, of the it. caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland.
0: <laughs> I just legit you know? spilled water <laughs> all over my. <laughs> so that's exactly. What... Yeah. That's exactly right. I promise I haven't been drinking. I can't even drink water yeah. right now. It's... But that was exactly what. <laughs> it's like oh my god that was. the oh my god okay i need to tone it down just a little bit (sighs) um i want to turn it to a not serious rant but i kind of want to like take a sharp right turn because i do want to talk about something i just saw in the news can i talk about it if you need to (laughs) i do and it just goes along with like the diet culture bullshit but i saw this commercial no it was like on um whatever, like one of the big news stations. It Mm -hmm. was like the national news with Lester Holt. And they were doing a story about Weight Watchers. And we all know like how they operate off of the point system. But they're like, Weight Watchers now introduces 200 new foods that people can use as free foods. And I was just like... Wait, what? Yeah. So they introduced 200 new foods that their dieters can use as free foods. And free foods for Weight Watchers is unlimited. Like, what what are they? some of them, okay. So I'm gonna name like three eggs. So people so just can unlimited just unlimited eggs. Unlimited eggs. Uh, I don't want to misquote this, but I remember seeing a picture of fish because they did a picture of eggs, a picture of fish, and corn. And I was like, I, I just got mad. I mean, some people were arguing like, I, yes, I get that. Like, Weight Watchers teaches people about food. I am all for learning about food and what's in food and being educated about food and where your food come, comes from. What I'm not okay with is like, I. I feel like that just completely feeds into the, like, good food, bad food, free food. Like, what the fuck is free food?
1: It's just such, it sounds like so weird. H- here's random. the thing.
0: Here's the thing that I'm going to project from my macro counting days is you will look for any reason to not feel guilty about eating something. And you'll try to fill up on stuff that's, like, deemed gooder. good or bad is what I was wanting to say, but it came out horribly wrong. Gruul. Deemed good or bad. <laughs> deemed good or bad right. so if you want to eat something you'll be like okay this is in the good camp and then you're like oh i'm not gonna eat that that's in the bad camp so that just pissed me off because i'm like okay here we go i know it's the end of the year and i know there's like this whole new year's resolution stuff that's coming around and we're gonna to have to deal with that and people like jumping on the trains and what have you but it's like that cycle again that just pissed me off because like they have such a huge platform
1: Right. But like that's how they've gotten their whole thing is like I know points based. I guess and... it just
0: like it's been completely out of my Yeah line of sight.
1: I don't know. I think I mean it's how they've been doing it this whole time. It's literally a points based system for eating food. Like it doesn't get any more Yeah, you know, l- black and white than that. Yeah. I see what it you're saying and it up. sounds very, I just had to It like, seems very uh, yeah. weird to me that you would eat um Unlim- like that, you would be able to have like unlimited eggs. I mean, I think you should be able to have unlimited eggs if you want them, but because you want them, not because they're like a free food.
0: Yeah, like unlimited. Yeah, here wow. it says Weight Watchers adds chicken, yogurt, corn as eat as much as you want list. Yeah,
1: I didn't know. Anyway,
0: so uh I just want to yeah. There's
1: just a long way to go. That's, that's going to be my rant anything. of the week.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's a long way, and I think there's positives with everything. I'm. I'm totally fine with people learning about where their food comes from. But I just, I think the road, what is it? The road of good intentions. The road to hell hell is is paved with good intentions.
1: (laughs) Well, not only that, (laughs) but it just, yeah, it definitely highlights that, you know, the diet culture is still very, it's hard because it's like, you know, I don't know. I feel like we go back and forth about this every time where it's like, there is a part of it where it's like, this is data. And if you can truly look at it as data, then it can be really helpful. And the hard part and the rub of it is that it's hard for people to truly get to that point. And it's, I think it's a slippery slope to like you said, you know, not being able to see it as like, if you just start looking at a plate and just seeing points, I don't know. I saw something to say that I love that it said, oh gosh, it was something to the effect of like, um, food is not just food, it's information, Like, you're telling your body, you're giving your body information, you're giving it something to react to, you're giving it information about, like, traditionally, you know, you're giving it information about your surroundings, about everything around you, about um, your, just, status, and, you know, the, like, where you're at in the world, where you're at in life, it's not just points. I think that's the thing that that bothers me about it, is it's, like, you're reducing something that is so complicated to this system, that is so just, like... Uh, linear and like eating is just not linear. Yeah. In that way. Like and you're not like, oversimplifying it.
0: Yeah. And I get there's people who have um who really need to figure out how to eat because they just don't know right and they were raised in such an environment I completely get that but anyway I don't want to go off on too far of a tangent with that but I just it just came up because I just saw this commercial and I was just like or not commercial but I saw this whole news story about it and I just was like you've
1: got to be kidding me I uh, getting ready for uh, solutions so
0: do you get people at work like I know this is coming up a lot lately people often are asking us like how do you deal with negative people at work like you I mean I know you're you talked a couple weeks ago about like the bull proof thing or people are always like commenting yeah. on what you're eating and stuff but I mean it's just like um there's all this like pressure especially over the holidays for people to be like don't gain weight over the holidays and like stay fit for the holidays and right. I don't know I think like especially like when you're around social settings like I have all these Christmas parties that I'm going to for my work and like I'm just not gonna worry about like, just because we have more parties to go to doesn't mean we're just going to be, like, stuffing ourselves with food. I just think it's kind of ridiculous.
1: So, wait, which question are you asking me? How do I survive the holidays or how do I Sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. I know. I
0: was, like, I was thinking on, like, ten different roads there. But I was thinking of, like, <sighs> yeah, sorry. That, like, completely went, like, five different ways. <laughs> so my first thought is, is, like, at work, people bringing food. And, like, I don't think it's such a bad thing for people to celebrate. Like, it's a time of year where people, like, want to have a good yeah. time. And, like, we're having all these parties and what have you. So first of all, I think people struggle with like projections, like if you don't eat something, like commenting about what people eat or don't eat. Like, does that come up for you at work?
1: Not really. I also, I think I did talk about how like I I become more aware of it when I like go out to client lunches. But I have also, you know, done so many different diets from zone to, you know, keto, everything, macros, paleo, sugar detox. I mean, apart from like the really truly fad diets, like the cabbage soup diet or the cocktail juice cleanse. Or, this is not even cranberry juice; it's cranberry cocktail. <laughs> it's just sugar. Really I pounds. really want to lose. I really want to lose three pounds. Um, I have just had gotten so used to just ignoring people's opinions that I truly don't even notice it anymore. And if somebody does make a comment, I just say yeah. If somebody says, like, wow, you're eating so healthy. You're like, wow, why don't you just, you know, loosen up? And, like, I also will say I think I have a little bit less of that problem. Um, I think that I just face it less in Boulder because I think people are used to it. Like, people, everybody yeah, has, true. like, a friend on a juice cleanse in Boulder. Mm-hmm. That's
0: true. I think that the majority of things that I see people bump up against this time of year especially is, like, workplace pressure. It yeah. just comes up a lot or like soci- or social situation pr- pressure. Like you're at these parties and you feel obligated to have someone's pie that they made or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's like point number one. And then the other piece was like, I also don't think that we should be so uber focused on the fact that we're having more social gatherings this time of year. And therefore, be careful. Like there's this like lingering ghost behind us being like, be careful, you're gonna gain weight. Kind of like right. before you go to college, you're gonna gain the freshman fifteen. It's like the same thing. And I just think like for this time of year when we're supposed to be having such a good time with our family and friends, I just want people to remember the reason for the season.
1: Yeah, just hang out, be with your family and friends. If you feel like if you feel like it's truly gonna damage a relationship to not eat pie first of all, maybe reevaluate that relationship a little bit. But second of all, kind of decide what's more important, your grandma's feelings or sticking to your diet for that one afternoon? Yeah, it's probably your grandma's (laughs) feelings. I would hope unless you have a crazy grandma. But even still, grandmas are allowed to be crazy because they've lived through some shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, So do you want to go back to some questions that people asked us that we didn't get to from the last time? Because we had a lot of them. We did. Are you pulling your... Can you pull up the Facebook ones cuz I have the Instagram yeah, ones pulled. Yeah. Start up. with
1: the Instagram ones and I'll pull up the Facebook. Page.
0: Okay. This is a kind of switching gears too. Well, actually first, I would like to say Ashley just commented carbs and I really appreciate that Ashley. But from she what? just wanted us to talk about she she just wants us to talk about carbs. Oh,
1: I was like commented on what? Carbs. I don't
0: She just said talk oh about carbs. Oh my gosh, carbs. somebody
1: said when you we have to do this. Okay, I'm I'm preeminently trademarking the idea I'm about to say. Yeah. When you talked about being a carby girl somebody was like oh my gosh now all i can hear is a song barbie girl and i was like how has nobody made a youtube video
0: about, carby, about girl. carby
1: girl yet like
0: it's very true needs That's to happen we will go we will mm-hmm. totally go
1: viral sandy sandy on that. help us <laughs> um
0: i would like to talk about carbs all day ashley starting with pancakes yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> like and what else did i have this weekend <laughs>
1: I am really I am really liking that flapjack stuff.
0: Oh, it's so good. I, I i do want to answer Katie's question. Katie Kinneman asks, um, as much as you and I have been talking a lot about like not to be obsessed with diet and what have you, I I think this is a fair question. Like people just wanna get started on a on a program. She says, Where to start if you need to lose weight and get in shape? What's the most bang for your buck to build momentum and stick with it? So I always have to reframe that and just say I don't like to tell people or like, I don't like to frame things in like you need to lose weight but just like I, I'm sure Katie if you just want to make your goal to get healthy and to start a program of moving more sure so where to start if you need to if you want to get in shape Katie or if you want to just start moving more <laughs> the biggest bang for your buck to build momentum is to just start the hardest thing for any type of routine or habit is to just start so yeah and a I, lot of times we we wait for like the perfect scenario we wait for the perfect gear we wait for the perfect class we like come up with the excuses all the time and it doesn't have to be big it could be like a five minute walk it could be a seven minute workout app on your phone it could be you know Walking around the block once, I, it just like those are the things that I think we're missing because we're like, I gotta go take an hour cycle class, <laughs> I gotta get into CrossFit. You know, like we make these big goals. And I think
1: that we can get into analysis paralysis because we do think that there's like gonna be some perfect formula out there, and so you wait until you're you found like the the X factor. When in reality, the most effective thing is the thing you're gonna stick with. And like when I started CrossFit, I gave myself 90 days I was like I'm gonna do this consistently not every day for 90 days but I'm gonna go three or four times a week for 90 days and at the end of the 90 days I'll take it or leave it and I think that's a really good attitude to have because first of all you're not saying like okay this entire year I'm gonna do this like commit to a realistic time frame set a goal that's realistic for you but that is like a true habit change do something that you're genuinely excited about you know, don't just sign up for a race because you think that's what you're supposed to do. I literally have spent hundreds of dollars, hundreds upon hundreds of dollars in my life signing up for races and I used to sign up for triathlons. Like I signed up for like two triathlons in my life. I don't even own a bike. Like I wasn't getting ready to go race a triathlon. I just felt like, well, I guess like this is what I got to do now. And I was never excited about it. And I just did it because I like felt like that, you know, I needed to be able to say like, oh, I signed up for this half marathon. Who wants to train with me? And then like, (laughs) no one. (laughs) and so find something that you're truly excited about do it for yourself and not for anybody else like a couple of components too that I will say having gone through this now in a like busier time in my life find something and be honest with yourself about fitting it into your schedule so don't pick something that you know you're going to have to leave work early or you know just try to eliminate as many excuses as possible before you even get started yeah so if you know you're not a morning person don't tell yourself that you're going to get up and do a workout at 5 o'clock every morning. Maybe say, okay, 6.30. But don't pick, like, the earliest buck crack workout. Like, give yourself – be nice about it. Like, give yourself um, – set yourself up for success. <laughs>
0: yeah. Really do,
1: like – you just have to stick with it.
0: Isn't it funny how, like, think of other goals in your life that you're, like, more lax with yourself on. Like, you know how you and I have gone through so many iterations of New Year's resolutions or things that we wanted to accomplish or just goals in general and – do you know how many times we've, like, gone back to that and we're like, mm, we didn't really do any of that. No, did like, well. why is Why is health and fitness have this, like, heaviness to it? Like, we haven't really sweated any of the goals that we didn't accomplish in those right. early days of, like, listing them. But for whatever reason, people just put this huge value and, like, pressure on working out that that has to stick. Now, like, if yeah. we were to take something like – for instance, me saying that I wanted to start a PhD program, and then realizing oh, that goal has changed, like that is really kind of morphed into something else. Like, why don't we do that with our health and fitness goals? Like just being a little more lenient and flexible, like what that looks like for us?
1: Yeah. And I think that what that comes down to, for me, means that like, I don't always actually know exactly what I want. And I sometimes just have to start moving and That's just the like thing. pick pick something and just start in that direction, commit to it for 90 days and then get some perspective and don't like do it once and be like, Oh, that was hard. I'm not going back. I will say caveat. There will be some things where you're like instantly like, Nope, that was not for me. Like, that's that's fine. But if it's just uncomfortable, like stick with it for at least 90 days and then, um, when it comes to combining diet and exercise, I think the other thing too, once again, is just to be realistic. You're not going to be successful with just waking up tomorrow and completely overhauling all of your habits in one go. It's just going to be too much. No human being or very few human beings have the capability of rebooting every single habit, let alone the most ingrained habits in your life, which mostly are around food in mm-hmm. one day. Even when I did The Zone and I, you know, th- was had a very successful time with The Zone, I eased into it. I did not wake up one morning and just jump in. Like it took me three weeks to get to the point where I was eating all meals zoned. And I've talked about this before, but it's like I started out just with breakfast because breakfast food is really easy to zone. Like an egg is a, a block of protein and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I would do and then I went to dinner because you have a little bit more time usually to prepare dinner. And then at the very, you know, after another week, I added in lunch. And then after the last week, I added back in my added and snacks. So then after, yeah, four weeks, I was have everything lined up. But that was the only way that it was able to be successful for me. So anyway. Yeah.
0: I just, I I think people get really, really stuck on like the whole expectation piece yeah. of like, I have to do it this way or have to do it that way. And I, I think of it like, yeah, like if we were to start a graduate school program, like you're not just all of a sudden going to have a PhD in a day. Like it takes years to develop something and to learn about something or to like, I don't know, acquire this knowledge of like getting to know your body. And that's the other thing is like people don't understand, like you really need to get in touch with your body and trust yourself i was recently listening to the super soul sunday podcast with uh liz gilbert so oprah interviewed the author of e pray love and many other books but that's the one she's most famously known for
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and she i just love listening to her speak i forgot how much i love listening to her speak so she has a two-part interview on oprah's podcast and she was talking about how like when she's wanting to write like people are always like how do you write and She's like you just have to be disciplined like no one's really good at writing you just have to be disciplined and so um and then talking about like writer's block when you sit down and you're just like oh I'm not, it's just not I'm not feeling it right now. She's like sometimes I'll just go like bake a pie. <laughs> She's like because I have to create something. Yeah. But I can't like sit and do it in that method. So like maybe you don't feel like going to CrossFit or maybe you don't want to go to a cycling class, but just go walk like go go move in some way, shape, or form. So like doing something is better than doing nothing, and it doesn't have to have that expectation of like oh I burn so many calories and like keeping track of numbers so i just i love that idea of like it doesn't have to look the way you think it needs to look like just moving sometimes really gives you what you need moving forward yes do you have a question pulled up
1: no i couldn't find the facebook one. we oh we're just gonna have to go okay. off of instagram okay shannon
0: asks about oh because there was a picture that i put up about saying no did we talk about that before saying no gracefully i don't i honestly don't remember okay it's basically a lot of people did. really a lot of people really resonated with this and it's just it just kind of came across my feed and one of the um people i follow and it just talked about how to say no gracefully it's really nothing um more about that but how important it is to really honor your feelings if you don't feel like doing something and i think especially as women we're like yes people and we want to always be people pleasers I did a lot in my 20s of like always feeling guilty of like I had to say yes to everything and now it's like "Ah, that just doesn't work for me or there's just like polite ways to say no but no is a complete sentence all in the same and there's nothing more (laughs) annoying to me than when people explain their no's and I'm just like I don't need to maybe that's just the manager in me is like I don't need to know just no's a complete sentence yeah
1: and that's also your are like both of our personality types there are Um, I think that we both very much trust that, like, if you are saying no, then own, just own that. And I don't need, I don't care about your reasons behind it. To me, when somebody has to explain why they're saying no, it means that they don't feel comfortable with. Yeah, they're not
0: confident in their no.
1: And it's like, yeah, do you want, are you trying to get me to talk you out of it? Do you want me to argue with you? Like, I don't care if you're going to say no, then say no. Like you're an adult, you're allowed to say no.
0: But people, not everyone feels that way. So, a couple of ways to say no gracefully is, uh, can we do this instead? I'm a huge fan of offering alternatives if I think there's a good alternative or or saying, no, but I can do this in a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like kind of always leaving with like what I can do. <laughs> um, and you don't have to do that, but I think there's some instances where I think it's kind of nice to be like, well, I can't do that right now, but I can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, no, thank you, not today or that's not going to work one of my favorite i think have i told you this one about what scott says scott told me how to say (laughs) well he didn't tell me but i learned this from i learned it from watching him um (laughs) whenever we're out and about and especially when we're shopping like i always feel guilty when we're shopping i have to buy something and uh oh you know why i'm getting deja vu talking about this because i talk a lot i talked a lot about this in our um, Mindful Body Challenge Oh, really? so, it was, uh, so I'm like yeah because I'm like some of my videos I'm like oh I'm having deja vu but I didn't say it on the podcast so this was all for the Mindful Body Challenge people but Scott would say um, mm, I'll think about it so whenever we go shopping and I feel like we have like spent a lot of time in the store or like a salesperson has yeah. been helping us for a certain amount of time I always feel like this pressure to buy something like it's make it work their time Yeah, and Scott will always just be like all right, thanks. I'm going to think about it. And that statement works like a charm in so many instances. I can't even tell you. I've, I've been I've used it all the time. Like, thanks. I'm going to think about it because
1: no one can argue with that. Yeah, that's a really good point.
0: <laughs> and there's really no like uncomfortable feelings like no feels kind of like very definitive in a situation that doesn't really need to be definitive. Right. But like, I'll think about day, it. It's like,
1: right. At the end of the day, like that salesperson doesn't give a crap. I mean, you know, they're not going to make or break their day i'll usually say um not today yeah i don't know for bigger things though i mean like it's one thing to say that to like a salesperson i think for bigger things to say no um i usually will say like hey this sounds like a really cool opportunity but i just can't or i just don't have the bandwidth right now or yeah um i you know and i think like typically unless it's something where i'm like no this is like this is not I'm just never going to do that. I would say nine times out of 10, I truly mean like this is interesting and I would be interested. And I, we get, we deal with this a lot with the podcast where someone will pitch us something and it's like, hey, this is, I like you clearly put a lot of work into this. I don't want to just be like, no, you suck. But right. so it's like, hey, truly, this is interesting. But it's just not a good fit. Have
0: you ever had, what's, is there like a no that sticks out that was really hard for you to say?
1: I mean, I'm sure there has been. I have a hard time saying no to my clients at work. Um, yeah. Because like, A lot of my clients are, you know, they pay a lot of money to be my clients and be, well, not my clients. They could give a crap about me to be clients of my, the company that I work for. (laughs) Um, And so it can be hard to say no. And also a lot of times like I will, I don't know, I don't like saying no unless I really have a reason. Not like... I don't like saying no unless I have all the facts, you know. And so, like, I will just say, like, hey, like, I'll keep looking into it. And finally, they're like, was it a yes or is it no? I'm like, I'm still looking into it. Like, if you need an answer right now, it's a no. But if mm-hmm. you want to leave the door open, like, I'm happy to leave the door open. Um, so, yeah, nothing in, really in particular stands out. What about you? Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: not work-related. Uh, I mean, other than work-related, there's really nothing else. I mean, I used to have a hard time saying no to plans. I always felt obligated or, like, I had to give an excuse of, like, why I didn't want to make something yeah. Or go to something. Moving on, though, I, I, I want to get to this because this was a pretty big article that you posted about self-care because someone wanted to talk about oh, yeah. self-care tips. Can you talk a little bit about that article that you posted? Because a lot of people resonated.
1: with Yeah, that. I basically was saying like self-care should not be about, you know, bath salts and chocolate cake. Like you should live your life in a way that is <clears throat> that you don't have to like take a break from it and that you don't have to recover from your own lifestyle and that self-care should be a daily practice throughout your life. Like basically like you should live your life in a way that feels like you're taking care of yourself. (laughs) It shouldn't just be like these little breaks and like the stressful craziness of your life. And the article also talked about how like self-care has become just another thing that we're expected to do right where it's like there's a right and wrong way now to do self-care. Like if you're not posting selfies and like you're – you know, candlelit bathtub or you're not getting a pedicure, you're not having margaritas or whatever, then like, you know, you can't hashtag self-care. And it just talked about how like, it's you know, self-care has become a commodity and that really goes against what self-care actually is. Yeah. So that that was in a nutshell.
0: It's funny because I didn't really know about the term self-care until I became a therapist. Because as a therapist, they talk so much about how we have to... Avoid burnout, and we have to kind of check out from our jobs because we take a lot of it home. We can get compassion fatigue. And self care was like really a buzzword around therapists. And then I feel like it just kind of took off of like just life in general. Like, you yeah. have to, like, life's so hard that you just have to self care. And I'm like, this is really weird because I just know self care in the term, in terms of like me not taking work home, right? And me not taking patient problems home. But now it's like now I have to self-care for my life. (laughs) So I I do think it's interesting of like why can't we just take care of ourselves every single day and like it doesn't have to look like this grand gesture of like taking a bath
1: with a wine glass. Right. Well, and that's the whole thing Um, is like you should just live your life in a way
0: yeah, that allows you You don't need to to, escape from
1: it. Right. And like prioritize it on an ongoing basis throughout your day and throughout your week rather than planning like – you know, being so stressed out, that you have to sequester yourself away. And I talk a lot about this in the mindful body challenge. But um, as everyone by now clearly knows, I have really been super stressed out at work. And the stress level just continues. And I mean, I've been talking about this now since like probably August or September. Um And there are little things that I've had to do. Because if I was just living in it 24 seven, and I, I got to the point where I couldn't step away from it. And everywhere I went, I took it with me. And so I've just had to Come up with little things like turning, taking the, my work email off of my cell phone and stuff like that where it's like, well, you know, even those little types of things can be self-care if that's what you need. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be. I think that's the other thing, too, is like it can be these little things that are just acts of boundary setting.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, Your stress level is still, what, a 9 or a 10?
1: Yeah. I give it usually like a 9. I would say, like, at any like, given moment, I'm one request away from tears at work.
0: Really? Every day? Every day. Okay.
1: It's not great. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would like to not have that be the case, but it's, uh, I mean, it's a tough position to be in, and it's also a tough time of year. Mm-hmm. Um. And, yeah, I, I'm, like, I'm just having a hard time with how much of that can I truly control versus at what point is it, like, what's being asked of me is not something that I can handle or like, it's not realistic for, you know, and maybe like, it's, you know, it's just, it's not like, I'm trying to look at it as, you know, what's being asked of me. It's just what my job is. You know, it's not like, I don't really know how to just how to describe the mindset I'm trying to have other than just like, trying to be very objective about it. But at the same time, there's a point where it's like, okay, if I'm supposed to be able to manage this, it's clearly outside of what I am emotionally capable of. Mm-hmm. And so if being successful means being able to manage this level of stress, clearly at the point where I am in my life, that's not something I can do. Yeah. And so what's the balance between saying I need to get better at managing my stress versus like this is not realistic for me to think that with the other things going on in my life that I'm going to be able to get out of the weeds enough to like truly – gain enough perspective to like have a healthy relationship with the workload that I have or is it just like all right time to start looking for a new job
0: (laughs) yeah which is true and I think a lot of people struggle with that yeah I think a lot of people struggle with the idea of like at one point do you suck it up so to speak and then versus I need to move on and do something else yeah
1: and I know that you dealt with that too in your when you left your previous job where it was like really uncomfortable for a really long time before you finally found the right fit for Mm -hmm. a different position and it is hard to just like I there's so many times where I just walk into work and I'm like if I come back tomorrow that will be a win like if I Mm -hmm. if I get through the day without just walking to my boss's office and being like I'm out of here yeah like that's all I can hope for for that day and yeah you know I don't know so it's just it's tough and it's hard to feel that way all the time It's so hard it's exhausting in a lot of ways so I don't know we'll see what happens but um today I posted on like that little like get to know you photo post that I did on Instagram and Facebook where it was like Oh yeah yourself? yeah. I posted that my dream job would be to own an affiliate and someone was like, "Well, why don't you own an affiliate?" It's like, "Well, if you want to fund my affiliate, <laughs> <laughs> I will run it. I don't think I'm I'm fr- first in line to get a small business loan with a brand new mortgage and supporting my yeah. husband in school." <laughs> yeah. I have no cash. <laughs> that is why i have not opened an affiliate i have no cash yeah yes and, a, and I get a, that feeling. a handful of other reasons but that's the main one
0: but i get that feeling like i when you said that like when i was getting ready to leave my job oh my god i so know that feeling but you always like you're never stuck that's the thing is like okay so yeah you have to have a job to pay bills but you're never stuck like you do have the option to look for something else and i'm not saying like you know you're you're trying to push yourself out the door but yeah you always have options
1: yeah and I think it's just um I think once again like and I talked about this I don't think I don't remember if I talked about it here on the podcast or if it was mostly just with the mindful body challenge but like a huge part of this process is managing my own expectations of myself and so I definitely in the last couple weeks have come to terms with the fact of like if I can't handle this level of stress for this long that doesn't mean I'm failing it just means that this is not a good fit Mm -hmm. and but it took me i mean how long has it been august september october november four months Mm -hmm. to get to the point where i could separate this this maybe this just isn't a good fit from i'm failing at my job and that Mm -hmm. i think for me is like the biggest um has been the toughest thing to overcome emotionally yeah because i want to be good at everything i'm the type of person who like i want to just be able to and i think i always this is going to sound kind of like I, this is not probably going to come out the way I mean it, but like I've always been the person who's good at things right away, and like good at mm-hmm. everything I do. That's not physical, <laughs> <laughs> not relating to sports, but like anything, Running. any sort, any sort of thing that's like work-based or yeah, anything that's work-based. That's like if if the task is work hard, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but it's just like it's just a different kind of work hard when you feel like yeah. you're just being at, consistently asked to keep up a pace that is insane yeah so yeah so the story unfolds yep somebody wants to sponsor our podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's another another a, a job oppor- another revenue opportunity well you're going to New York this week huh I am going to New
0: York on so let's see when this comes out when this you episode will have just comes out, just I'll just gotten back and we are going to see the Beck concert in New York City. So oh, fun. Yeah, that's like a total Scott Parrish. It totally
1: is, like travel to go see. Ticket
0: mask mm-hmm.
1: I went to a concert last week, and we left after like the fifth song. Why? I just am tired. <laughs> I want to go to bed.
0: We walk- it's so hard going out these days. Like, I yeah. was out two nights in a row over the weekend, and I was just like, I nope. who am I?
1: Yeah, we went to the Wood Brothers concert, and I love the Wood Brothers, but... And they were really good live. And the other thing too, this is gonna sound so—I like hesitate to even say this because someone's gonna be like, "You're so insensitive." But we got there super, super early. um, Got it was all general admission, so we like staked out our spot, got a really good spot to stand, and then right, and then we sat through the whole opener. Which the opening guy had an amazing voice, but all his his songs sounded exactly the same. And then like literally, like Dave Matthews, (laughs) it was yeah, he was like kind of this like country kind of guy literally the lights go down for the main act and a guy from the it was the boulder theater a guy comes up to us and is like hey we have a patron in a wheelchair we're gonna come and put her right here where you guys are standing so after this whole time of everything standing through and waiting for it to start and having stood there for two hours we had to, we got moved like to the back of the pack because and it was like okay i get it like obviously i'm happy to move but it kind of sure. was, like, of any momentum that I had tried to build up to, like, psych myself <laughs> out to stand there for the rest of the concert was, like, well, now I can't even see because I'm, like, back behind these other people because we had to move. And yeah. so that pretty much was, like, well – and it and not, like, being a, a like, spoil sport of, like, well, let's just leave them. But more so just, like, I already was so unmotivated to stay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. I can't even
1: see. <laughs> like, Yeah. let's just go listen to them in the car on the drive home because it's yeah. the same experience <laughs> if you can't see at the concert. Right. So, yeah, I was just, like – it, it was, like I said, you know, I'm, I, the issue was not in any way that I, that we had to give up our spot for that, that lady. No, so of course just not. Like, yeah. I'm already just want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah there's just like a little like anything to kind of right it would
1: have been the same if like spilled their drink on me or something of course
0: yeah like anything any little tip of the scale you were kind of like all right
1: I'm I'm disappointed that I have to move because we have really good spots yeah and now like I
0: understand and I'm fine to move but that just tipped me over yeah
1: (laughs) so yeah we um, we left and we came home we went to bed it was great Um, but I felt very I was like look I'm, I'm like joy I'm out I'm seeing a concert yeah what else are you guys gonna do in New York? Are you just going um, to the concert?
0: So we're going there for the concert, but we're also getting a private tour of the Met. And uh, apparently, how, how are you Scott, getting a yes. private tour
1: of the Met? So Scott
0: looked it up, of course. And there's this. Yelp oh, review, I remember this, this
1: conversation about you
0: guys getting this booked. It's only like twenty, thirty people, and you get a private tour before it opens in the morning. So it's fairly early. So we're gonna. Still pretty
1: cool. <laughs> we're gonna be pretty cool.
0: Pretty tired but that's going to be so cool. So I'm, I'm going to be posting a lot of pictures. You guys will probably have already seen all this by the time this podcast airs, but yeah, so it'll be really fun. And then like crazy Christmas is almost here for those that celebrate Christmas. There's a lot of holidays. Um, I'm going to be in Oklahoma. So if anyone in OKC wants to do a workout, let's uh, figure that out. I can't remember. Oh, let's see. What was the gym I'd go to? Uh, I think it was just We'll just, OKC CrossFit Yeah, so I'll probably go back and see them it's been a while but you guys are going to be around right no
1: we're going to Madison oh you are yeah we're going the whole week between Christmas and New Year's <gasps> so we fly out Christmas Eve and we're gone that whole week until that Saturday oh, so that I can't promise fun. anything you Madison people but if yeah. I do end up going to do a workout the closest gym to Brandon's house is Madtown CrossFit which is in Middleton but we mm-hmm. might go to CrossFit Big Dane again that was a lot of fun yeah, um, yeah, I don't know if we'll end up doing a workout probably through within that whole week. We'll have some point to do that, but mm-hmm. Madison's such a cute town, so that will be fun. Yeah. And Brandon's sisters are going to be there and his niece and, um, Brandon's niece is just like a year and a couple of months older than miles, but she's really little compared and miles is huge, mm-hmm. but she's, I, every time I pick her up, I feel like I'm going to like toss her into the air accidentally because I'm expecting her to be so much heavier. You're so used to tossing. To yeah, up miles. It's is, like going from like. It's like when you go... Like a really heavy
0: barbell and then going to a really light barbell. Right. Or
1: like when you go to pick up like a gallon of milk in the fridge and you think it's going to be full and there's nothing in it and you like throw it over the top of your head practically. (laughs) That's what it feels like when you pick up my niece. She's like a little bird.
0: Is there anything specific uh, you're asking for for Christmas? Or does Miles, like,
1: know about this yet? No, although we do have a Christmas tree, and it's very small. It's, like, the same size as Miles, and it's just, like, a little fake tree, and we put it up. Yeah, it's so cute. And so we decided, well, we're only going to put out ornaments that he can't break, because otherwise it's just going to not be worth it, because we're going to be, like, around. And it's, the tree's not tall enough. Some people were like, well, just decorate the top half of the tree. Well, the tree's only four feet tall. Not even. The tree's only three and a half feet tall. So, um. We only put out the ornaments that are not breakable and it turns out of which we only have like seven or eight ornaments that aren't glass and they're all out there. And so Miles just thinks they're like his toys that we put out for him and hung them on this tree for him to play with. And so he like just takes them off and walks around with them and then puts them back on like half of them are in my car right now because he wanted to take them to school. So he just takes them all off and then like like hoards them and walks around the house with them. (laughs) Yeah. When you have a two year old. Christmas trees. These are the things you Beautiful. have to
0: do. I know, like the the bottom half of the tree yeah. cannot be decorated. Nope.
1: nope. So yeah, he doesn't really know about Christmas. I got Brian I got Brandon his present. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, where'd you get him? I can't tell you. He's totally. I know. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You'll probably listen. It's, to and this. I'm really proud of myself that I haven't given it to him yet because, as you all know, I'm the type of person who like as soon as a gift drives in the mail, I'm like just open it now. But I hid it in the <laughs> closet. And. Uh, yeah I'll be good what about you are you asking for anything
0: no I never ask for anything but Scott's it's always really hard because um Scott's like the best gift giver yeah. in the world and I cannot for the life of me ever figure out what to get him so um I try to be as creative oh, yeah. as possible but
1: what did you get in last year did you get to that Star remember. Wars exhibit yes
0: yes I did and it was really fun we had a great time that's actually a really good oh, wow you remember that because I think was great. it was your idea. Yeah.
1: you're welcome scott Parrish. he loved
0: it yeah that was really great um there's a couple things that i i know that he wants but yeah it's so funny because i'm just like i try to be creative but at this point like i just know i'm not gonna like hit the mark with all of his
1: yeah that's tough is he like i know obviously gift giving is one of his love languages but is he totally is gift receiving one of his love languages not really that's good that's helpful he's
0: definitely like a words of affirmation guy yeah he likes to be acknowledged for all the work that he does like i put up these christmas lights how do they look like the catwalk of spookiness you know i had to i had to like comment i had to comment on how great the lights looked anything that he does it's like he he constantly asks me about it
1: like did you see that i washed the windows today (laughs) my dad got brandon an ipad for christmas like like four years ago and he still asks about it. He's like, is Brandon Sleaze the iPad? I'm like, yeah, dad. Brandon <laughs> needs his iPad. He got me an Apple Watch last year. And I was like, this is. Yeah. This. And I don't. Your dad did, right? My dad did. And I was shocked. Yeah. Because never in my life would I have expected someone to get me an Apple Watch. I'm just not like that type of person. And he asks me all the time. He's like, hey, you're not wearing your Apple Watch. And I'm like, oh, no. I was just wearing it. And it needed to charge. I just. Um, I don't know. I feel like Apple Watches are redundant if you can also be looking at your phone. But that's just me. Yeah. But it was, like, I'm not going to – I mean, it's still cool. It has, you know, all, like, the tracking devices. And I, I did always, like, having – I like wearing it because that reminds me, like, get up and walk around at work. and. Yeah. I like the Breathe app part. You know, the Breathe app on your Apple Watch? Oh, yeah. It's, I love it's that. Perfect it's perfect like, for Kegels. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you use it for Kegels? Heck, yeah, I do. If you are not using the Breathe right. app on your on your Apple Watch for Kegels, you're missing out on an on a important Kegel tool. Oh my God, that's so brilliant. I, I love
0: the breathe because, And I like the little ding it gives. Yeah, it's like, hello. very soothing. <laughs> it's so soothing. <laughs> All right. All right, speaking of soothing, uh, we hope that this was a nice break from your crazy month of December. Hopefully it's not too crazy of a month of December. And oh, I really wish I could talk about future guests of
1: Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> Joy, you don't even have to go there. <sighs> Why? I mean, you're the one who wants to keep it a secret. I'm happy to no. spill the tea. Sandy,
0: Mom Sandy, will not let us talk about this. Okay, so let's Throw talk about camp-, the
1: best.
0: <laughs> camp time out.
1: Camp time out. Really quick. Guys, we are camp out. You need to sign up because we are getting a lot of interest, but still a lot of spaces left open. I know it's very, very, very far away. Um, If you are even considering it, we would love to hear from you. Shoot us. Yes, email. please, on at please, please. Tell us. What, what you are excited about it and then what maybe is holding you back from signing up. Yeah, we, we want to know that. Um, Try to address any of the questions that you have. I know somebody was like, I'm just not sure about the shared bunk situation. Like, is there going to be air conditioning? You know, just any of the questions. As, how do you get from DIA to camp? Any of the yeah. questions that are holding you back from signing up for Camp Time Out, please let us know. We will try to address them because we really want you to come to camp. It's going to be so we fun. We
0: want you to be there, and the more the merrier. So let us know what you're thinking, and hopefully we can help you make that decision to come join us next year.
1: All right, guys. Don't forget to support The Good Kitchen, www.thegoodkitchen.com forward slash GGW. Use code GGW, 15% off. Let
0: me try. Okay. www.thegoodkitchen.com forward slash GGW. You
1: did it, Joy. You remember the WWW. Woo! congratulations <laughs> and the dot-com and the dot-com <laughs> yeah that's right last time you didn't go get, get your go get your
0: delicious food and we'll see you next week bye, bye. bye.